0: Bell. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back this week With uh, this week's edition of The Big Go Belt Podcast This is going to be, what is today's date? Uh, August 29th um, And uh, We got a lot of stuff to talk about this weekend uh, With a very Action-packed fi- fi- Fun day Action-packed Saturday filled with tons of wrestling Three big pay-per-views From three of the, um, three of the Top brands out there in wrestling uh, But can't do this show without my comrades so I'm obviously here with uh hot take hill with mahoney and the, and the crab uh jamal what's up fellas what's going Hello? on
1: <laughs> another week another week yeah i think
0: uh first of all i think i, I don't know why but for some reason i think i can't hear myself i am in it right all right yeah i hear myself now all right cool i can't hear
1: you loud hear you loud and clear over here <laughs>
0: Well, let's let's talk about the most interesting news. Where we talk, we 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 get about the the pay per view stuff that's going on this weekend with uh, NXT UK, New Japan, and AEW. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest, like when I did see this earlier or yesterday or whenever it was, I was. <laughs> I gotta be honest. As much as I it was just like whatever, I started thinking about this for a second. I was like, you know what? What the hell? Why not? But um. There's been some rumors floating around with Enzo and Big Cass formerly known as Enzo <laughs> and Big Cass as they are now. Real one and uh, what is it? Cass XL? Cass
1: XL. Cass XL. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
0: and apparently that they've been in talks with WWE for a return back to the NXT brand. Um. So <laughs> as much as I thought that we might be talking about that rumor. It also <laughs> appears that there's another negating rumor saying that that's also not true. So, I mean, it's it's not like WWE itself said it's not true, but apparently from a reliable source that uh, says they're close to WWE says that uh, it's not true, as it's uh, being reported from pro wrestling sheets that there is no truth to that re- report. And this has not been confirmed. And, oh, and this has been confirmed by WWE series. So, with that being said, I mean, a rumor is still a rumor. I guess this is easy enough to go about saying, like, is this on
1: cast returning to NST? Is that a good look? (laughs) (laughs) I I think it depends on a... How, how how you want to take it? I mean, when I when I woke up this morning and I saw that floating around that Enzo and Cass might be coming to NXT as a big surprise on the debut in October, I was just like, like my immediate gut reaction was just kind of like, <laughs> like what the what the <laughs> heck? And uh, as the morning went on, and as I kind of thought about it more, because I mean, I guess the last time we saw them anywhere was them kind of crashing the party at Ring of Honor's uh, Madison Square Garden show WrestleMania weekend. And we know how that went, that that did not go over well. And supposedly the ROH locker room was kept in the dark and people were not happy about it. Um, the more I thought about it, I kind of got like, well, you know, yeah, those guys both left on really weird terms and are, were not well liked and things have shook out in the meantime. That kind of changes the sentiment of how they left. But there is something to be said for something that's missing in NXT and that's actual heat. And Lord knows if those guys showed up, those guys would draw some actual heat,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which
1: no one else on the roster I think can really say.
2: <laughs> so
1: it would be interesting in that respect. Um, the only other thing I really caught my eye when I started thinking about it, I was like, you know what? If they were, were going to do it, what I would do is you bring him back, you make Cass a singles guy, and you have Enzo as his manager. And you have Enzo as the annoying, you know, mouthpiece, the hiding behind Cass, kind of the formula they're always about. So you make him heels, and you have the, the, the singles giant with Enzo running his mouth. And just have them chase that heat and just, I mean, it, Lord knows, I mean, that's the funny thing. Of course, they'd be going back to Full sale, and Full sale is what made those guys. That crowd loved them. So for mm-hmm. them to return and now be hated would be a real interesting 180. But I don't know. Now we have a denial on the rumor. That's not happening. So I don't know. But I kind of liked the idea as the day went on. But I guess it's not happening according to Ryan Satin and a Pro Wrestling Sheet and all those folks mm-hmm. that claim WWE has uh, spoken on the subject and said, no, 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 unless they're, unless they're trying to throw us off the trail. You never know. Never know.
2: I guess the real question is why would WWE want them back? Uh, That's number one. Uh, Number two, if they were to go back anywhere, um, you know, I don't necessarily see them being completely hated in two hundred five. I'm not two hundred five in NXT. Uh, I really think it would just kind of be a "Who are you and why should we care?" Not that we don't know who they are, but it's just that there's just more important stuff to do in NXT, and I think they would just get immediately lost in the shuffle. Um, you put them in NXT and, and insert them into what, like Big cast versus a Velveteen Dream. I mean, there's they're are already building more important storylines that they don't really fit in right now. It's not like you know NXT of all places isn't really like struggling for talent or for story and, and stuff like that. So, and mm-hmm. even if they come back, it's not a, with that full sale crowd. Um, it's not a guarantee that they will be hated, considering how they went out. They didn't go out. In a like blaze of glory or anything like that, you know, it was just kind of a weird, well, this one guy's kind of a jerk, and the little one's definitely a jerk, and oh, well, they can go. So, I don't think there's as much animosity as there's there could be with other, um, you know, if even re came back to NXT, they would burn <laughs> the place down.
1: <laughs> that is true. That would be the only other person who really got some heat down there. <laughs> right.
2: Right, because even still, you know, and that maybe that's just a different type of audience the smart fans and all that good stuff being smart, but I still think it's to the point of, you know, if if them sure, but not now, Mm -hmm. especially since they're transitioning uh to this uh extended format and with all the other stuff in WWE that's going on as we race towards October. Um, but then again, if they go somewhere else, you know, Evolve, MLW, Ring of Honor. Well, probably not Ring of Honor, uh, you know TMA or, or whatever the case is. They have to; they would have to completely reinvent themselves. They can't be Enzo and Cass anymore. They would have to be, you know, Seth and Eric, or somebody, somebody completely <laughs> different. <laughs> because hanging on to that WWE uh, shenanigans is more pathetic than being seven foot tall. And apparently, you can't teach that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: very true very true
0: I, I will say if they went back to nst i mean it only reiterates the fact that they are um definitely um promoting the fact of having managers again back in wrestling and i think that um with that being said i think that uh it's a fit uh for enzo for sure considering you have stoke down there and you have um Uh, Rob, uh, matter of fact, he just rebranded himself too. Robbie E. He just they changed his name to something else, I forget. I think Robert Stone, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, they they got some legit managers down there now, so I can see them being interested in the fact they're having them in a non wrestling role. Um, uh, but but to be fair,
2: if Enzo showed up, you know, next week with NXT, would you be more excited for, um, you know, Stokely Hathaway and whoever he's representing? Or, um, or whatever you know, Stokely's
0: car now, but or or Enzo, the guy next to God, definitely God. Enzo because it's just the it's the optimism. Like, what are they going to do with this guy? And, and then how how what's the reception for this guy is going to be? He's wait, uh, and, and I do agree. I definitely think that Full Sail is going to open open arms. I mean, for whatever reason he had to leave WWE, it's long gone. I mean, Hogan's back for for Pete's sake. So at this point, like, oh, Hogan's back because they're desperate.
2: Yeah, well, let's, let's not forget the fact that WWE legitimately cannot build stars as big as Hogan or Cena. They've only been able to do that once, maybe twice a generation.
0: Yeah.
2: In the 50 years or so of wrestling, that, that Hogan-like character comes through once or twice a generation. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't know. And they did that because when all else fails, they press the emergency panic button and bring somebody from... The attitude era or earlier to, to do a thing. Yeah. That, that's it. And, and in 10 years, John Cena is going to be that guy. And well, hell, right yeah, now. He already not,
1: is, pretty much. Right.
2: Because when um, they did the thing for Raw, that wasn't, uh, there was a special show for no reason. He was that guy. He let off the show. Yep. So I don't
1: know I mean it's it's the Fox bad. debut and it's 20 years of Smackdown. It'll be the same thing. I mean, you know Darn well they're hoping to get the rock for that since it's his show in theory. but yeah, that, that that's how they handle the 20 years of Smackdown for the debut on Fox. I mean, in a lot of ways, I could see it making more sense to put Enzo there if you if you want to have some sort of surprises but I I, I don't know it's it's there's so much time between we have a month more than just over a month now between now and then and we're probably gonna be hearing rumors like this all the way up till then because i mean at this point i don't think there's any cards on the table that they wouldn't possibly play it's like if, if there's any chance of like in the past where people be like you know, oh well they'll, they'll never bring back so and so it's like nah now's like the one time where like you have a good chance of probably anybody coming back yeah like, that whole, like, nah, they won't, they ain't gonna touch him. It's like, in a situation like this where they're trying to make a big splash and they got competition possibly showing up against them for the first time in a long time, it's like, there, there ain't no card they're not gonna be willing to play if they think it'll help them in some possible way in the next month.
2: But if they're pulling cards, Enzo and Kaz is like a three of clubs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think there's absolutely bigger ones they could play absolutely yeah
0: well i don't know it, again it was an interesting rumor I, I, i'll i be interested to in where it goes but you know I, i'm going to shift just a little bit about the direction of what we're going to talk about today now it is kind of interesting that we are thinking of possible situations of where he could go besides just auto, automatically going back to nst and I, I do agree will like that full cell crowd definitely made them um who they were and even in the sense that when you saw them come to the main roster it was like maybe they weren't ready because maybe that reception in that crowd was just because of where they were at And it, it kind of successfully worked a little on the main roster but ultimately big cast went in one direction god knows we don't want big cast to have a singles run because that was just horrific but um with that with that being said Ah, uh, WWE seems to be doing some other interesting movements and shakeups, sort of say. Now, for starters, Pete Dunne seems to be back in NXT. Rhea Ripley is back in NXT. Seems to be that Cesaro is going to NXT UK, um, at least for the weekend. <laughs> He's at pop- least going on vacation there. <laughs> yeah, possibly, but I mean, why not? I mean. You know, at this point now, I, I think we I think we all agree. Last week, unless we need to re reopen this can, NXT period is the third brand,
1: Absolutely. Right? So
0: Absolutely. it's not really looking like a demotion of any sort being shifted around. Uh But do you think this is? Well, you-
2: I mean, can I can I ask you this uh, mm-hmm. about that statement of NXT being a third brand? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much? Because I don't watch Raw and SmackDown, and you guys do. How much promotion has NXT? Moving to USA got or the USA Network Michael versus uh, Total now.
0: Divas
2: versus Total Divas coverage versus uh, SmackDown going to Fox. Put, uh, put those in order as far as like commercial time.
1: Yeah, in the last week, in I it, would say the Fox move and the NXT move are probably getting equal push. I haven't seen anything for Total Divas yet, so just, that hits in October too. You know they, they, they've they had Total
0: Divas announcements because Ronda Rousey's on the show now, right? Yeah, so. I, I,
1: I think they're pushing, since they're kind of staggered the way they come out NXT right now is getting a slight little bit more of a push Since it starts this first of, of all of them since That yeah. starts in mid-September mm-hmm. And then they're definitely promoting the Fox thing But they're mostly promoting it as WWE stars Appearing like with the Fox Sports like, you know, celebrities Like in like their whole like, you know, the Sports Center And like yeah. k- kind of tying it into the launch of the NFL which mm-hmm. I, that's when I think we're really gonna see the push is in the next week when the when the regular season starts. That's when I think it goes high gear with SmackDowns coming to Fox. I think they're purposely waiting to really tie that in to the launch of the NFL season.
0: Yeah. So I, I yeah, and I, I I agree. I think that NXT has been one Fox being like a one B, and Total Divas is like definitely the, op, the third option here. So, like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're completely invested in it, for sure.
2: Okay, fair enough. I mean, because the understanding that I'm getting is that uh, as much as they've been announcing for Fox, it seems that the NXT stuff hasn't really been um, advertised as what the current show is. It's been advertised as more WWE TV, which if you've watched the main roster and watch NXT, you know that's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel that that's the case as well?
1: Mm, I, I Right now, more than anything, they're, the, the commercials they've been playing seem to be really going with the idea that you already know what NXT is, and it's just oh. NXT from the network is coming to USA. And now, yeah. the, I think the big thing is, I absolutely think this, they should change that approach especially now that we're going to enter september and like what we're two weeks away i think yeah. come next week will be two weeks out so i think they should change that approach in these final two weeks and really start pushing you know what it means that nxt is coming to the usa network and maybe get some of those guys on there or some of those faces on there to kind of really promote it Or than right now they're just saying hey it's happening it starts on this date as a and then turn it into Hey, it's happening! It starts on this date, and this is what you can look forward to. This is what you can expect. Maybe start promoting some matches or something, something to get that premiere. Start really hyping the premiere episode as opposed to just the move.
0: Yeah, I mean, they definitely have been. You know, they've 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 been making note of the fact of who's who's come through the NXT system. Um, so Michael Cole is doing his job. You know, it's typical Michael Cole stuff. Uh but yeah, I definitely think once you get into the third initiative here that or the final initiative here, they definitely should be more or less saying, well, what are we going to see actually on the show? Um, so I think it is a little bit of a mystique to it. I mean, if it, it 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 proceeds under the WWE brand for you know the uncasual fan. And, um, you know, they tried to make relevance by saying, well, if you watch a little bit of WWE, this person has come through the likes of NXT. So you hear Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns and stuff like that. So um, in a sense, it it sounds like from the the basic promotion is that it's like, oh, this is where people graduated from. Um, But yes, I think that if you legitimately are going to um, give these people a fair chance to the audience who may never seen it. You absolutely need need to start promoting the fact of like what style of wrestling you may be seeing there or some match highlights and stuff like that. So we'll see. And WWE is fairly good with video packages. So I, I still wouldn't be surprised if we do see like a big reel of um you know of type of match qualities we're going to see. I mean, God knows they need to take a lot from that Dijak and uh
1: and keep lead match, because that was amazing.
0: Yes, right, sir. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll we'll see. Yeah, they they have two weeks to really push it home, and and part of that might be that means they have two more weeks of NXT TV left on the network they have to get through, so it might be part of the idea is that they have plans, but they gotta air some stuff on these next two weeks of shows to be like, okay, this happens now, this has happened, okay, if we're gonna do something like, say, Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley or something, okay, before this Wednesday, technically, we didn't know that was the direction they were going, so... It might be a case of that where it's like stuff had to air and then they could be like, hey, now we're going to build in this direction. And how in the first episode or on the episode coming up on October against the AEW debut, we're going to have this big match that now we're making it clear we're building towards.
0: Yeah. Jamal, uh, to to let you get back to your question, I think ultimately this is why it makes sense to what you were saying um, last week. Daniel Bryan making the move to NXT just makes so much sense on so many different levels. Like it's absolutely. Yeah, it (laughs) it really does. I mean, you talk about the cross promoting that this guy does. I mean, before we even talk about the the PWI list, he's on there for your wrestling fans, whatever he's on total divas, bellas, whatever that stuff. So people know who he is um, from that affiliation. Um, He's well-renowned in this wrestling period. And he's also been ultimately successful in WWE, so Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole is is like a we know Adam Cole's the future. We know what he can, but the fact that you like letting Daniel Bryan go against this guy is it brings the mystique of well, who's that guy? So if you really if you legit want to do that, and considering the history and the tools that those two guys have had with each other. And so forth. I mean, it just makes sense, and it doesn't even have to be Adam Cole. But like, there is a lot of working pieces that Daniel Bryan, for one, just makes absolute total sense to do that. And I mean, he came out said he had a career changing announcement to make, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. The only bad part about that is Rowan, <laughs> unless Rowan goes down too or goes over to, um, it, it it just it it just be great. I mean, why? Why wouldn't he though? Because that because both of them,
2: and, and we've seen them establish as a tag team. Uh, if Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan go down to over to NXT, uh, that puts them in a tag team title contention. It puts them, um, you know, Eric Rowan in, in, in the North American Championship contention. It puts Daniel Bryan at the, you know, bottom of the World Championship contention. So, uh, you know, and and then of course, it's not just them; it's anybody that wants to step to them for jumping the line. Because Keith Lee would have a problem with that. He should have a problem with that.
0: Which has Um, been his, which has been his story right now too, about uh, people getting opportunities. So yeah,
2: right. And then there's these other guys. You know, I think Shane Thorne has been a guy that has been making his claim on you know opportunities and rising stars, and I'm Mm -hmm. going to take what I what I'm given or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Cassius Ono was playing that same card months ago. Tons of help, Pete Dunn. You got yeah. the whole UK guys coming in the mix over there where it's like, I was doing this over here, now I want to come here and get, get the same shine I was getting in the UK, now I want to get it over here in the States. There's, there's right. tons of, tons of, I mean, heck, that could be a mix and match every darn week where it's just like, who's he going to take on this week? Right. And just, I mean. But not if, even that.
2: Not, not even that because because we still haven't even considered like what Regal's role will be in this because, you know, it's not like they don't know each other. It's not like they don't know who they are. So for Regal, they could spend it as, well, Regal, you know, kind of may broker this deal. And, you know, maybe it's a trade. Maybe, maybe it's like, maybe we'll trade Roderick Strong to them to do that. But maybe we'll trade Roderick Strong to, uh, to SmackDown or Fish and O'Reilly to SmackDown for Brian and Rowan. Who, there's so many different implications that you can go with starting off the off the bat. But the bottom line is, if you're on, on the Monday Night Raw, you know, Daniel Bryan stands in the ring, closes the show, and says, I'm going to make my life-changing decision, drops the mic, takes off his uh, hoodie that's with the it reveals a shirt that says NXT on it, and the only thing he says to the camera is, see you Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> People will lose their damn minds for two days.
1: Yep. For and two whole he- days. And be a heck of a way to steal the thunder of a premiere that's happening that night.
2: Right, and, and then, of course, now that we know what AEW is going to do and when they're going to do it, um... WWE can just put just put those pieces into play and set that up for October second, easily.
0: There's a lot. There's a lot of people that this works with too. I you know if he didn't have a title right now, Shinsuke Nakamura doing it too would just be absolutely bananas. If Sami Zayn,
1: Yeah. tons of guys that you know the former NXT guys that have moved up. And aren't doing a whole heck of a lot right now There's a lot of people you could Plug into spots like that For that Wednesday show And that's the thing, now with it being It's gonna be on USA, it's gonna be two hours It's not You know, it's more of a It's a lateral as opposed to Oh, you're gonna be on the network show No, it's totally different It's totally different now The, the, The playing field for that has changed With USA picking it up
2: Yeah Yeah and well, not just the implications of a two-hour show, which was once, you know, 50 minutes. Now it's uh, going to be an hour and 40 uh, as far as, like, screen time. You know, just the storytelling has to be different. That gives you more room for more storylines and stuff like that. They don't have to truncate everything or summarize and get you caught up with a smooth video package or the show before takeover, uh, you know. And, of course, we talked about this last week. What does that mean for TakeOver? Will it just be five matches? Will it be bumped up to eight? Will it be a three-hour show now? Since they have more storylines, they need to be buttoned up. Uh, There's just a lot of implications. And I say Daniel Bryan because he is that name, that notoriety, that would give uh, NXT an immediate shot in the arm um, as the product because of all the implications that we mentioned. But you could really do that with a lot of people. You could put Sasha Banks down there. Um, you could have, um, uh, what the hell, was, what were they called in Japan? Um, Kairi Sane and Io Shirai? What were the they Black like? Lotus Triad? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can get that back together since so they're not really doing anything. Where are the authors of pain? <laughs> are,
1: they, are they alive? Can <laughs> they They're ready to go. I, yeah, they're supposedly they're ready and just not being used from what I've right.
2: heard. So I know that they switch people out and, and have people do the house show circuit and have people do that. I'm just saying that there is a number of talent. But even still, we're talking about bringing people to NXT. They already have a full-ass roster. I mean, they just had a breakout stars tournament that injected seven or eight more people <laughs> into the mix. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they have people that could come up from uh, you know, the Florida circuit and make their presence on TV. They're let's, just getting around to Keith Lee and Dijak
0: now. And rightfully so because of injuries and stuff. Let, so it's, there's not enough room. Let's talk about the real issue here. What do you do with 205 Live? Um, you absorb it and move it as, as part of uh, NXT.
1: All of them. What, yeah. what, I, what I would do is this. I, was, I, was, I think I met, thought, was thinking of this last week and I don't think I got to bring it up. What I would do with 205 Live, I wouldn't bother with taping it after SmackDown anymore. Like sc- scrap all that. I would take 205 Live, take that roster, essentially loan it out to Gabe and Evolve, and Evolve becomes the new NXT developmental program, but with the 205 Live guys involved with it. And hell, put it on the network. Make the 205 Live show like an Evolve show, like a weekly Evolve show. It would be
2: different if that were if they were developmental guys. The two oh five live guys are not developmental. They just happen WWE doesn't believe in two cruiserweights, so they gotta put them somewhere. That that's that's the like the sad reality of it. Because because you telling me that any one of those uh guys tell me Drew Gulak, you couldn't be a, a mid-car champion? I mean of course he could. Um, so there, there's a lot of you know room for the 205 Live guys. I say send them to NXT because that's where the style generally meshes well, and the audience will know them uh, more. Because that's the audience for that. They're the main roster guys, but yeah, I, I would you know, send you know some guys to the main roster, the ones that could be best suited for that, and then send the rest to NXT.
0: Whatever, whatever happens, I just want to see some interesting moves, um, and not just for personal sake, but just, just for intrigue. Like I definitely want to see something that makes you scratch your head, like, hmm, like you know, like Mike Bennett going to two hundred five live was like, okay, didn't see that coming, but we'll see how they handle that. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, I, I, I think at this point now you have three televised shows. Uh, two two hundred five live definitely needs to. I mean, at this point now, too, do you want to be on the show that's not even giving you no TV time? Considering now the legit argument is, well, I want to be on TV because everyone else is, you know. So, yeah, you definitely want to just do something with that roster. I don't know what you well, do. Well, that you.
2: depends on who you ask because Catering Champion and you know, Titus O'Neil is, doesn't have a problem with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Visiting those schools during the day and champion of the buffet at night. Yeah, <laughs> um, Y'all gonna stop doing my man Titus like that. That's,
0: that's father of the year, by the way. I mean,
2: he's, you know, his suits are clean. Uh, his belly's full.
0: I'm not mad at him. <laughs> but he's oh. a terrible wrestler. Anything else to bring up with this little shaking up stuff? Any other interesting moves you guys want to try to predict to throw out there?
2: Well, the real thing is uh, for me, isn't necessarily what uh, WWE will do. They are going to do whatever they want. The thing for me is, what's AEW's response to that? Because every time we get a show, and it's a good show, and, and, the, and the guys come out, and they pat themselves on the back, and the crowd appreciates it, and it is a good show. And then when you hear Cody kind of like not steadily at all take pot shots at WWE, it comes off really as petty. It comes off as childish uh, in a way. And I don't need to see that every time. I don't need to see that on camera or, or off the air. Um, if, if this is not the war, because like Dustin Rhodes came out and said, like, well, no, this isn't a war. We're just going to do our thing. If you're going to do your thing, then shut up and do it. You don't need to have you know, subtle hints at how you can't counter-program this revolution. No, they are. Because Daniel Bryan's going to NXT. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, the only thing you need to do is stay in your lane. So, so do that. I mean, if, if you believe in your product, you believe in your guys, you believe in your stories, you believe in the fans. If this is what you want to do, just do it. So I really hope that, NXT, that AEW's counter-response, WWE's counter-response, is just establishing their brand. Mm-hmm. Because for as much hype as there is, AEW really doesn't have a lot of substance. And there are some major questions that I have that they haven't really addressed yet. Especially in the um, women uh, re- women's relationship with the business. Well, we haven't seen intergender matches. Uh, Brandi Rhodes seems to be the only one talking about women whenever she's allowed to talk about women. Um, even though behind the scenes, behind the scenes, we know that's not true. Uh, we don't really hear about how the rankings will matter. We haven't heard a damn thing about uh, the whatever kind of like uh, power ranking system that they're going <laughs> to have. Forgot about that. Right, uh, we haven't heard that at all. Um, they're going to do a weekly television show. Uh, <laughs> they,
0: they, they legit did say wins and losses are going to make a difference.
2: Yeah, yes. but we, they haven't said how. We haven't, <laughs>
0: heard about it. we haven't heard about it since.
2: And that was the thing that <laughs> the first thing I heard about that was like, okay, I'm game. Give me the numbers because I like I like the I'm a baseball guy, so I like the numbers. We haven't heard about it, and now we they're just building traditional storylines. Okay, cool, but. But so there's like something I don't want to say left left to be desired because we don't know what NXT is. This is the last uh, show of the preseason. I I just hope that whatever NXT is or does, and it just seems to be, I mean, not NXT. I'm sorry, AEW is or does. It it seems to be just a another wrestling company that runs a show. It doesn't seem to be any different or special as they would like you to believe. I'm not entirely sure uh, how that will translate on a week-to-week basis. So I mean, everything looks good on paper, but so did the AAF.
1: Oops. Yeah, yeah, they 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 definitely have. That's to be the question come October: is just what is AEW TV going to be? We we only have these you know handful of events that they've ran so far to judge anything off, and, th- and those are they've been fine as one-off events but one-off events are not running week to week episodic television where you need to draw an audience. And I mean, they're going to be on TNT. They have to deliver viewers. So they got to find a hook of some sort. That's going to get people to tune in. And, you know, it's not, it's not a matter of that for that first week, of course, is a big deal. That's going to be like a lot of people's first exposure to AEW. But when we're five weeks in, when we're six weeks in, come November, how many people are still going to be sticking around? Are, are they going to still have that same amount of viewers? Are they going to have grown any? Are they going to have shrunk? That's what we don't know. And that's really when it's going to become dependent on what have they been doing for six weeks now? That that What do they got going on that's like hooked people in to get people interested in the show? And that's like the one advantage that WWE has is – They have such a just stockpiled amount of people that they can shift people around and just mix things up in any number of ways. Whereas AEW, you know, they they have like their core group of top guys. But once you get past that and you kind of get to the middle of the card, it's like what they don't have is like star power names that they can really just pull out of their hat to bring in that can like, I think, catch like the public's attention. It's like, you know, how, how, how many random Japanese women wrestlers are you going to bring in that just that's not going to that's not going to move the needle just with, with, you know, random TNT viewer. So, right.
2: But, but the, to be fair, they kind of said that, like, we're not trying to appeal to the mainstream audience. If you want mainstream, you can go watch Raw. OK, I agree. But does that mean that TNT is OK with that? And exactly. the metric of success is a little bit lower -hmm. Because if we're not trying to, you know, we're trying to draw a specific type of wrestling fan to a specific show, uh, and that's cool, but if if TNT is trying to go for like you know a ratings bonanza, then that's obviously not how you do it. That's how WWE would do it, right? You know, they're trying to appeal to everyone. That's where the biggest stars are: Roman Reigns and John Cena, and um, everybody else that has a good toy, um, because that's what the kids want. So. It would be interesting to see if if how that works out for TNT, because that kind of reminds me of the business model of Lucha Underground, which was a fantastic show, but unfortunately, I say was,
1: right. And it was also on a much smaller network,
2: (laughs) right. And and that smaller network still couldn't justify the cost of Lucha Underground, and so away it went. So I, I would just hope that even though everything looks good on paper and there's a lot of buzz for it. Um, I don't really believe in hype in general. I kind of need to see some some hard things. Now, will will I be there? Well, yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, I will be in the building on their first show ever.
1: Yeah, we'll all be. We're all going to be yeah. there. So we're going to see it firsthand, right?
2: And and that's because largely because of the moment of the of his of how historic it is. But I mean, I just got an email today about we're all coming to Baltimore, and I'm like, well. Let's go ahead and push that trash can button and see what happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably what part, the, ba- the Baltimore
2: part, right? No, it's a WWE show. I don't care where. They could have had the WWE show in the lobby of my apartment building, and I'd still be like, mm, I'm going to go
1: ahead and watch NXT instead. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Well, see, that, that brings up an interesting point, because, I mean, here, here it is this weekend. It's it's all-out weekend happening, and... I would say if to me, it seems like this week going into this show compared to like the last couple pay-per-views they've had, the last big ones, at least compared to double or nothing, this show doesn't feel like it has the same hype, the same amount of build, I guess, or just, just, just in general, just the, just the buzz doesn't seem as big this week going into that. And, and, just, and, and, and look at, and looking at the card in front of me on the screen here, now I'm looking at it. I'm like this car does look a lot cheaper in general, I think, to the cars they put on. Um, you know, like I was going to say
0: like ultimately, are you sure this is the must watch of the of
1: all three of the pay-per-views this week? <laughs> well, when we're comparing it to NXT UK Takeover, which I think a large chunk of people don't even know is happening Saturday afternoon. At least I know I'm out of there in two hours, two and a half hours. Very, very true. Very I, true. And you know you're going to see Walter. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> and I damn if I sit for a four-hour AEW show <laughs> and it just be half-assed. Well,
1: also to be fair, that is part of a subscription that you know is already just nine ninety-five. So it does have that going for it. You're not paying extra for that. The other two shows the New Japan Royal quest show going on earlier that day on fight. So you can't even get that as part of your new Japan world subscription. And then of course the AEW with their hefty 50 to $60 price tag, depending which way you're going about getting it. Yeah. The, the, there, there's definitely a difference in a, the barrier of entry to these different shows. AEW feels like the biggest show, but when I'm looking at the card and I'm like, okay, we got Jericho and Hangman for the title. We got, Kenny and Pox and Ambrose or uh, D- John Moxley, like uh, John Moxley is out with his a uh, staff infection as the top two matches, and then once you get past that, and it's like Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks. Well, how many times have we seen that now? Yeah, it's a ladder match, but that that match feels kind of stale to me now. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, then- really, it's the ladder of death, so that there's <laughs> that. <laughs>
3: It, and there's and there's a rumor. Hey guys, by the way, hi. Damian
1: uh, <laughs> in the house doing the there running. is
3: there is a rumor that a certain tag team, formerly of Impact, will be debuting at All Out. Ah, and they be, may or I'm may, may be not mad be mad involved with the ladder match. I now that's a shot
1: that. arm at that that that's something I would say that you know with Starcast going on getting underway today, if something like that has a chance of happening. I would think that I would like to see some teases about that to hopefully generate some buzz, you know, between now and a uh, Saturday night. Because this show, I think this show needs a little something extra. There's something missing from it right now, and I hope it's not a certain Mister Brooks that's also rumored. You know, depending on what circles you're uh, traveling in, but yeah. it, it, there, there's there's a, there's a, some sizzle that's missing off of this show compared to the last. Yeah. Even like looking at the
0: twenty-one woman, uh, casino battle royal, even that. I mean, first of all, they. I mean, battle royals are just never anything to me. Now we all know that's just a whole big clusterfuck of like, all right, we don't have nothing to do with all these people. Put them in there, but this is actually for the um, inaugural women's uh world championship uh, uh shot, which will be at the inaugural show in DC. Uh, which makes me think Nala Rose is going to win because of the fact that she's from here, and it would just be a good nod there, but um, yeah, it's just like, a, just, there's really no spark in any of these matches. Like, the Pac and Kenny Omega match, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be entertaining, but I'm still not really as... I, to be honest, that's probably going to be one of those ones where I'm going to have to hear back to say, like, oh, that was good, go watch it. Chris Jericho, not interested. His time has definitely done past, but like, I, you know, I guess for this to be like their show going into their t v television, uh their 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 t v premiere i just i don't know it feels a little lackluster to me. I could be absolutely totally wrong and I could just be a little bit you know mellow on it period, but like at this point it's just like i i want i just wanna see something you know i'm not I'm definitely not a fan of just the hype itself
1: yeah, and then the closest thing to like a personal match we got like a grudge match is is the cody against you know sean spears against the 10 guy and for me that match is like okay you got cody you got him against his boy obviously he's trying to make his boy that's never really broken through in all the years he's been around and i'm really i'm just looking at that match like okay you're telling me this guy is something i've never seen it this is it if he don't do it here bye you know I'm, heard, I'm 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 not i'm not excited for that match but obviously the, they're trying to make him whether they can do it i don't know i have my doubts but that i mean that's the closest thing to like a grudge match on the show it feels like so it'll have a different vibe at least but uh, yeah it's the, this card needs something extra and i think they got you know the next you know day and a half to do it whether it's a uh, mm. An impact tag team, whether, you know, give me something. Give me some last minute excitement because it's missing something right now.
2: Yeah. I actually don't think it is. I think a lot of the hype or overhype is self-imposed. I think a lot of it comes from people's uh wanting 24-7 for any new tidbit about AEW. And I think that it's been pretty well done what stories they have been able to tell in the very limited amount of time they use to tell it, uh, largely through YouTube and stuff. So I'm not going to say that they're they're delivering nothing more and nothing less than what they said that they were going to deliver. And on paper, it looks pretty interesting. Um, everything really except for Best Friends versus The Dark Order, because I don't know why I should care about The Dark Order. Um, everything else seems at least Worth a look on paper. Even the Battle royal, because Jazz is going to be in there. Uh, Roddy Piper's daughter is going to be in there. Austin awesome Khan is going to be in there. I'm pretty excited to see how that shakes out, because everyone that I named, is, is in my mind, is a viable contender for uh, the inaugural the champion. But the match that I'm looking forward to the most is Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, that's, that, if that's anything less than insane, then I would be very surprised. Because mm-hmm. everything else should be as good as advertised. So I think this is probably what it is where, like, some, a chef comes out and says, I'm going to bake a delicious cake. <laughs> he gets the ingredients and bakes the cake, and it turns out to be delicious. And you're like, but I wanted something else. What did you want? <laughs> what, what could – I mean, we've already exceeded the levels of hype. It can't get any more hype. It just kind of is what it is at this point. And I think we've set these lofty goals, these uh, you know, uneven expectations for us uh, just unreachable at this point because of the hype overload. And then
1: it yeah. went the
2: month until October. Yeah, I mean, I
0: don't know. I, I, I guess, you know, I well let's 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 let's, let's kind of do this real quick. So we all talking about three major uh cars uh, coming up this Saturday. Oh, Out of the three NST Yeah NST uh, UK Takeover and uh, New Japan Royal Quest, and obviously AEW All Out. So, like, out of the out of the three of them, like, what what are you guys' expectations, or what do you, what do you think match is going to be the match? Uh, secretly, everyone should be watching. Ooh, good
1: question.
2: Well, well, I mean, the entire New Japan card looks pretty damn good from top to bottom. The entire AEW card looks pretty damn good from top to bottom. NXT UK is also happening, um, and again, that's not even like a bad card. It's just, it's just another petty ass move from WWE. where they are like, well, um, New Japan is in London at uh, seven PM local time,
3: right?
2: So we're just going to do a show in Wales, uh, <laughs> you know, at six <laughs> thirty PM local time, just because. And then every because it's apparently it's common practice in the, in England in the UK. For everybody to stay up late at midnight anyway. To watch live WWE shows. So, <laughs> True. You know so. Um, it's, no, it's not going to be a problem for them. To stay up for, to watch All Out. At you know, midnight you know, uh, British time. So. Clearly the smart money is. Uh, New Japan. Uh, AEW double header. And you catch NXT on the network. Right. But because WWE is running on spite and vinegar. The, the only thing they have to do. They don't, nobody has to even go to the show in Cardiff. They just need to get enough people talking about it so that you can't talk about the other two at the same time. It, it's, 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 it's divide and conquer. And that's exactly what they're doing with um, uh, the main NXT versus AEW. That's what they're trying to do versus New Japan and AEW right now.
3: That's exactly kind of what we were talking about last week where, even like the C-level WWE show is just kind kind of being thrown out there just to take a little bit of shine off of AEW or any competition because they're not trying to win the battle on Saturday. They're literally just trying to take viewership away from its other competitors. And let's be honest here, I'm looking at the UK card. It's like a C-minus NXT UK card except, except for the women's match. Uh, on paper, Bate versus Walter would be good at any indie arena. But are we really clamoring for Tyler Bate versus Walter? Not really. Uh, Kaylee Ray versus oh, Tony Storm. Storm. I, I like that match.
0: I do. Mm-hmm. I
3: do. Uh, I do like Dan Mastiff. I don't like Joe Coffee. So, <laughs> I, the Coffee brothers in general just... Don't do anything for me. They never have. They just stand there looking, posing, think they run things, and then they get punked out, and that's it. Uh, uh, I like Dan Mastiff because he's a kind of like an Ota Vader with his ring gear, the color schematic of his ring gear, and the whole he stomps and the camera shakes. But, and then we have Cesaro randomly appearing on NAC Cardiff. We don't know if he's going to tell Walter, we don't know if he's going to be battling against Cassius Ono. We don't know his role, but for the main WWE fan base, oh shit, Cesaro is gonna be on NXT UK. I might want to check that out.
0: Yeah, good point. And it's crazy because of all the matches you've talked about, I thought the Noam Dar, Travis Banks, Travis Banks
3: for- is probably the best one that's
1: going to be on the cause, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, not, nothing on that show, I'm sure will will disappoint. I'm sure yeah. they're all going to deliver, especially with that with that UK roster being so ignored. And so under the radar, I'm sure they're gonna go out of their way to deliver. If, if anything we can say about Saturday, it's this: there's gonna be an abundance of great wrestling. I mean, yes. you go to that new Japan, you go to that New Japan show earlier in the day, and I mean, my God, you got Okada and Minoru Suzuki in the main event. You got Zack Saber and Tanahashi, and you got Ishi and Kenta. Those are your top three matches. And then you have the whole AEW show. If any, God, when I really look at both of those shows now between the New Japan show and the UK show, it's like, geez, there is like some really banging matches on those two cards. And then you look at the AEW card and it's like, ah, these will be fun. And there's like one or two matches here I'm kind of excited about. But geez, I mean, Okada and Suzuki, I'll watch that anytime. (laughs) Tanahashi and Zack Saber, I can say the same thing. And then Walter, I'll, I'll watch him beat up whoever you know, on pretty much any card he's on. So there's going to be no shortage of good stuff on Saturday. If anything, it's probably going to be an issue where, like, you're probably not going to want, I mean, you you spend your whole day watching all that, if you watch it all live. I'm not looking to spend my whole Saturday just watching wrestling. But come the rest of the, I mean, it's a long weekend, it's a three-day weekend with it being Labor Day here in the States, you're going to be a lot have a lot of stuff to uh, go back afterwards and uh, pick up and uh, cherry-pick the good stuff out of.
3: Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no argument there. It's just that, um, I, I mean, this is one of those things that even though it's this total, like, petty move for WWE to, to put a show right then and there, um, the fans win. I mean, really, I mean, that's there, nothing wrong with this, The, the fans absolutely win. Uh, if, you, if you've never seen a New Japan show or if you don't stay up late enough, uh, well, it'll be on really early, it'll be on, you know, like three in the afternoon. So, watch it if you can. And uh, then you have AEW in the evening. There's nothing, I will never complain about an AEW New Japan doubleheader live ever. Yeah. And when in this, this particular season, we get an NXT UK takeover. I, I'll never be mad at that. But as far as like what's the, the match of the weekend that I'm looking forward to the most, uh, you know, I mean, I can make a case for really all three cards, but. Uh, Zack Saber Junior. versus Tanahashi is going to be amazing, no doubt. I don't, I don't know how I wouldn't. Tomohiro Ishii versus uh, Kenta is going to be—it's going to hurt. Pretty nutty it's as well. Definitely, it's definitely <laughs> going to hurt. <laughs> <It's
3: gonna> hurt.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that—that's going to be pretty nuts. Um, but but honestly, I'm really really looking forward to um, Riho versus uh, Shida. That's like they're actually building storylines and, and stuff, and I kind of want to see how that goes. And uh, Lucha has always been fun, uh, but I love Private Party. Uh, big fan of this since their House of Glory days. So
3: same here. I've loved I love those guys from House of Glory. So I'm I'm rooting for them to to steal the show because everywhere they've gone, they've impressed. So that's one that's one group that I'm really hoping the audience gets to really gravitate towards is them.
2: Yeah, I really hope they get time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I think they're doing only two matches on the pre-show, and I really, really hope the private party and uh, and Helico and Evans go at least twenty.
0: I'll say this real quick. Al- already, this car is already long as hell. Hopefully, there's some storylines coming out of this, uh, this this Casino Battle Royal because I was <laughs> just thinking about this. Like, why is there not another women's match when there is tons? of uh, little seeds that they planted. And I really got to ask the biggest elephant in the room right now. Where the hell is Kylie Ray?
1: Personal,
3: <laughs> personal reasons what people are saying.
1: Yeah, people have been very mum about that yep. <laughs> on all fronts. She, Some, she, something's up, but we don't know.
3: And, yeah, and it's one of those things where, you know, I'll take rumors with a grain of salt. A major personal thing happened with her. Asked her take a leave from what i've been told and people are just like do 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 you know yeah not don't the si- say nothing the, silence, bring is it up. Deafening.
1: the <laughs> silence is deafening on that one so it mm. must be something of note for this to be this quiet mm.
0: that is that's uh i don't even know where to take that but i mean uh
3: i miss her don't get me wrong oh Have
0: absolutely you- just graduated Graduated school, got the contract deserved, got the the got got the um the stage she belonged on. It was clearly only about to go up. I mean, considering the room is last year and and the opportunity she was gonna get, then the injury to this, like, um, it was definitely looking really bright. So that's 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 kinda I don't know. I don't I don't know which way to go, but definitely do miss seeing her in the ring. But I, I definitely was wondering, like, am I No, nope,
3: you're not missing it. Nope, it's there. <laughs>
0: Ugh. All right, uh, so anything else to bring up about the three of these shows going on this weekend? Well, I mean, I think
2: the biggest thing is, is why the hell is the New Japan show, not a New Japan world? <laughs> um, as, far as, I'm, as far as I know, it's their first show in England, if not Europe, but it's their first show in England. And you can't watch it on a New Japan world. That doesn't make sense, and and this isn't even like a house show. This is like a legit, you know, uh, you know, whatever pay per view, and you kind of can't watch it.
1: Yeah, and and they have some
2: extra shenanigans.
1: Yeah, and they and they just have the same issue with the uh, J Cup tour through the states, where none of that was on there, and it's going to go up later. So yeah, it's it seems if it's happening outside of Japan, then New Japan World has to get it later it can't be a live broadcast it seems uh, Okay. okay. Some, something of that sort I mean they just did their loop last week and none of those shows were on live either and they're going to show up in September and they haven't said when even yet so mm. they're, Stuff yeah. stuff's coming but if you want that you got to get that on fight folks so, <laughs> uh, so speaking of fight real quick
0: uh, I heard some rumors about them purchasing
1: Impact's library is that true? Is that what I heard? I heard is something about Anthem. Oh no! I, I heard that they're they're also a distributor now of uh, the Impact uh, streaming service.
3: Streaming service. Mm-hmm.
1: Just like they also have the, you can get the Ring of Honor streaming service through them. Uh, so yeah, okay. they're, they're 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 a partner for that. That through their app, you can access your subscription to is, is it Impact Plus? Is that what it's called? Okay. Wherever the Impact streaming service is, but that and, uh, Honor, the Ring of Honor's Honor Club. You can link your subscription and just you can use either app and access your stuff.
2: So, oh, but it was, I, I'm pretty sure that Hootie owns a fight though. Oh, Hootie being the um, Impact owl. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you don't know. Well, Damian might not know what we're
0: talking about.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I
3: mean, no. For two seconds, I thought you were talking about Darius Rucker. I was going to say, <laughs> wait, what? What do you mean he owns that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hootie... The, 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 uh, the Impact yeah. uh,
2: the Anthem
3: Battle.
0: Owl.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they own Fight Network, so that would make sense why they would be linked up with Impact. I know that Fight Network is, is an actual cable channel in Canada, so I wouldn't yes. be surprised if Fight TV wasn't under that same umbrella, which would also include uh, Impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't quote awesome. me on that because
0: I don't work for them, but I think that's how it goes. So I'm not surprised quick update kylie ray doesn't have a twitter but she's posted on her instagram two weeks ago okay all right um all right so let's get into this last uh that's there's something else i'm forgetting real quick but let's let's talk about this real quick so as we know around this time each and every year the pwi top 500 uh for men <laughs> comes out and the oh, woman comes right. out soon the top 100 but the men's out now i actually was last year the first year for
1: the women Nah, 100. they've done the women for a while now. To do like a top fifty for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. or, yeah. or whatever. Anyway,
0: top five hundred and the guys, uh, the guys and professional wrestling was released today. Um, which was really cool because a lot of uh my my friends who are professional wrestlers uh mate was on the list. It was damn awesome to see um uh Savage Gentleman and Bro Keller to be named on yes. that as well, too. So that's pretty dope. But um i do not have the magazine so i don't know anything else besides of who i've seen post but i do know who's in the top 10 i think we would talk about that um so first of all have you guys seen the list first no i've seen the top 10 okay i've seen the
3: top 10 10.
0: yeah okay so uh, instead of guessing who should be in top 10 i'll just ask you guys uh, based on the top 10 do you think this list is adequate so number one being seth rollins number two being daniel bryan number three AJ Styles, then Kofi Kingston, Okada, Jordan Gargano, Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega, Tanahashi, and Will Ospreay. Wait, mm-hmm. oh, I did say Okada. By the way, Okada's not in this? Anyway, that's the top 10. Uh, what did you guys think about the top 10? And is there anybody that is significantly missing out his this top 10? Or what's your thoughts?
3: That four uh. w- WWE wrestlers are in the top four. I'm surprised by that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that Okada
3: yeah. couldn't uh, no, no offense to Kofi but Okada couldn't get past Kofi <laughs>
0: yeah
3: Roman Reigns missing the whole year just about and still number 7 on the list
0: <laughs> how's Adam Cole not in the top 10
1: yeah got, he has to be 11 he has <laughs> to be 11 Adam. One well, also from, from a, from a uh, kayfabe sense since this yeah. is a kayfabe list how is Johnny Gargano number six when he loses all those main events?
3: <laughs> you know? it's, it's because he puts on seven-star matches.
1: Right, exactly. So Adam Cole beats him, but he don't make the top ten, but Johnny Gargano's number six <laughs> when he's losing all those matches. Uh, so <laughs> That's the whole thing. How, how is Doveteen
2: Dream
3: not in the top ten? Because <laughs> he's not a wrestler. He's a sports entertainer.
1: Honestly, this morning, and I'm, I'm going to bring this out. It didn't happen, but this morning... Before this drop, my number one prediction was that number one was gonna be Becky Lynch. Oh, and I that got that was it. gonna be the, that was gonna be their big controversial move to get people oh. talking. But I, instead, they did Seth Rollins. Hey, <laughs> but I was I, ready for it. I was ready for for Becky Lynch to be number one. <laughs> all right, I have I have the top one hundred now. Now <laughs> I'm just gonna
0: name some people that y'all said so far. Uh, Adam uh, Cole. Where let's, they at? Yeah, Steve Adam Cole. Oh, come on, computer.
1: Did
0: Adam Cole make top 20? All right, let's see. Adam Cole. Adam Cole is number 18. Uh, About Velvet. Dream is 26.
3: 26? Uh, Huh.
0: That's criminal, man. Dude, when I tell y'all who number, who did I just laugh at? Oh, no. (laughs) Number 30 is the funniest one to me. I I just cannot even, I can't even put this together. Uh, Y'all yeah, name me a few more people so I, And then I'll go down the list and, and time. Where,
3: where's Andrade
1: uh, That's a good one He might not even be top 50 I could see something weird like that Oh uh, he's 68 Oh I, saw, I called it he even top, top 50, 50. <laughs> Oh uh, poor Andrade Um god who are we I think a big oh uh, where it, Where is Braun Strowman Hey notably <laughs> number 71 Is PCL that's remarkable. This,
0: wow. that dude, yeah, oh
1: that feels God. high.
0: Braun is 27.
1: Okay, <laughs>
3: where's where where uh, Jay White. White?
0: Jay White, I'm glad you asked. Also, Jay White's 16. Also, Matt Taven's 37. That's who I was just gonna ask about. Wow. I was like,
3: that King of Honor champion who can't Matt draw a Taven,
0: <laughs> will your favorite wrestler is 46. Dolph Ziggler? Yep. <laughs> I, knew I
1: knew that's where you were going. I knew it. <laughs> hey,
0: here's, here's an interesting one. The Bucks are 75 and 76.
1: Oh, which one got 75?
0: Who, who hey, oh, wait, a a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can you confirm that Baron Corbin's 39? I can confirm that Baron Corbin is 39. Throw the whole goddamn list in the trash. <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 Number thirty. Are y'all ready for this one? Number thirty. No. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Oh,
1: no! Oh, I forgot about
0: Lashley. Yeah, me too. I don't even. I don't even dislike it. Okay, so, it's just so, like, wow. so let's
2: get this straight. Let's get this straight. So Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley, but Baron Corbin first. They put Baron Corbin above Kevin Owens, Zack Saber Jr., Tony Neese, Minoru Suzuki.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Marty Skrull, Pete Dunn uh, Evil uh, Cedric Alexander uh, and, and you know they put him above Pac, uh, Riddle and I'm just going down a list in no particular order but you, you tell them they put him above Kyle O'Reilly um, Eddie Edwards
3: oh, Zach Ladrie uh, even on the top 100
2: he is, is number 10. 100 <laughs>
3: he is number 100
2: oh. right just at- below David Starr in ninety nine.
3: That's offensive. Okay, so I'm lo- I'm sure we're looking at a similar article, but it says the criteria is win loss record, technical ability, influence on the sport, success <laughs> against the highest grade of competition, success against the most diverse competition, and activity. That's what they grade this on. What the hell is activity? <laughs>
1: I mean, I guess how 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 how, how, fr- how
3: active you were, I guess. And why the hell is Roman seven?
1: That's what I was just gonna say. How Roman <laughs> makes it. Well, well, hey, hey, Roman beat cancer. Who else can say that?
2: Oh, <laughs> I, a lot of people. They have a thing in October. Yeah, yeah. If,
3: yeah, but, if, that, if that,
1: Kenny if that's, Omega, can't. That's why he's number eight and Roman's number seven.
3: Our truth is fifty-six.
1: New better be in the top ten at this rate. At, <laughs> at
0: this rate, period.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean
0: they got Kota Ibushi at 17. Also, also on that note of, of beating things that coming back. Uh in that case then um uh who we just talked about last week. Jeez, I can't even think of his name. Um I'll come back to it. Uh yeah, I I don't know. Like
3: how is Jay Lee Lethal still relevant? Honestly. Those commercials I love Jay Lethal is that is that all Ring of Honor has is just Jay Lethal now? Like is and the he
2: Briscoes. The... Okay. Where are the Briscoes? I mean the Briscoes will will like are, I'm pretty sure they're like shot collared and hold up in Carrie Sequin's like basement or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're nowhere to be found on this list. Wow,
3: well, Nick, all he's this still
2: Ring of Honor this
0: crazy. year. hmm Wait, say that again? Nobody's stole Ring of Honor this year.
2: You couldn't find him on TV. <laughs>
0: You find him when you're not looking for him. That's how that works. That's true. How is Rusev on, on this list at all? That's exactly what I was about to say earlier, and I just let it go. I just let it go.
3: Godo's 50. How the hell is Godot 50?
0: <laughs> how is
2: he above uh, Marty girl?
3: He's above Pac. Pac Low. he still wrestles some days? Jeez. Um, MLW, I think.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he was the champ there for at least a little bit.
3: hmm Wow. Oh. I, was, I, I can't. I'm just like, I can't.
1: <laughs> the, the one thing the one I, thing I'll I, give I, I, him was-
0: I'll I tell you this. There are two names that I'm just surprised is not on this list. One being Chris Jericho and the other one being Brock Lesnar.
1: Eh. Oh yeah. Where the heck's Brock? Mr.
0: Mr. WWE champion. Money that, in the bank winner. That's pure hate that he's not on this list. <laughs> it's pure hate It is absolutely yeah.
1: pure hate For him not to be in the top 10 Considering he was the champ
2: mm-hmm. And
1: he was money in the bank winner That don't make a lot of sense If Roman K- a- Brock's got to be in the top 10 as well
0: I mean, Baron Corbin is on his list And Brock is
2: <laughs> Baron Corbin's in the top 500 you know, let him, that's, that's number one
0: No But
2: he's number 39 And he's above Zack Sabre Jr.
0: Also, Austin Theory being eighty seems just very adequate. Like, yeah, that that just seems absolutely right. Let will go higher. Yeah, I will go higher too. Actually, I will. I'm very curious to know where he was at last year. But yeah, that definitely seems right. Olsen Theory is four under the young bucks. Throw the whole damn list in the trash.
3: <laughs> we barely saw Shinsuke Nakamura this year, and he's.
1: 31. Yeah, that sound that sounds high. That that's really high. high. Yeah. All things considered. Absolutely. Yeah. What I'll give them is this putting Seth Rollins at number one. If you're looking at this, like from a kayfabe standpoint, it does make sense in the respect that's okay. He won the Royal rumble. He won the universal title. He lost Once. it. He won it back. It's like, okay, I, I can get where you could say, Seth Rollins is number one, considering how his, how his year is gone. And sl- any slay, Brock Lesnar, who ain't even on the list. So, <laughs> hey, not I, once, but twice.
0: <laughs> can, can I also tell y'all, just FYI, number 56 is the 10-time 24-7 champion, R- R-Truth. R-Truth.
2: Yep. Yeah, well, first of all, put some respect on that man's name. Future Hall of Famer,
0: R-Truth.
1: Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it's not even a question. Yeah, he's definitely a Hall of Famer.
1: Platinum recording Artist. R Truth that top 20 is a travesty. Actually,
0: R-Truth has had a low-key great year. Movie, song. He made a belt that had no chance relevant. The social media stuff. And he somehow decided like the mixed match challenge. He stayed relevant this entire year. Like he Mm -hmm. really was he really was anything he can do to to be relevant, he did it. Like Mm -hmm. 56 is starting to seem pretty low for me now. Because, yeah. once again, I go up to number 30, and <laughs> Bobby Lashley's there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the don't make- is, how is Rusev above any of those people? Oh, man. Yeah, Rusev is definitely a questionable one. I like Samoa Joe at 11. I also like Jay White at 12. I like Chomp- Champa at 13. I like everything... I like everything coming to about right until Bobby Lashley. Everything else is just, yeah, everything mm. else I was sh- shuffle a few around. But I would say the top 30 list is it's fine.
3: Good, good for Buddy Murphy being yeah. put in
1: 33. I, yeah. Wow, that's, that's pretty remarkable he got that high.
3: He's wow. that high over the course of all the good work in 205 yep. Live and over the last month on SmackDown.
1: Yep.
3: There you go, Ali's at 55.
0: That's why Ali, Cedric, and yeah, Ali, Cedric, and Buddy all deserve to be within this this handful of range because they they carry they they carry that show easily. Mm-hmm. Gulak's 87 and niece is up there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if Zack Ryder is at 100,
3: who the hell is below him? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're
2: gonna really? wrap,
0: we're gonna wrap the like, show. Who would through, have to be below him. I guess not Keith Lee. I'm going to have to we'll, look up. I'm going to have to we'll be look, look up. below? Zack Ryder? One-on-one? Yeah. I'm going to have to find out who one-on-one. Let's see how good the internet is.
3: I, I don't know. I mean, this list is obviously, like we said, kayfabe, but it's still funny for us to laugh about. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No,
0: this pisses
2: me off. Like, it's like, how? Like, Even as a joke, it's not. It's how? It doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, Seth Rollins is number one. No, but Whatever. That that that's fine. Uh they I mean they need someone that's gonna sell their magazine too. But how in the hell is Bobby Lashley on this how is Baron Corbin on this list?
0: I like real talk. If somebody knows why Bobby Lashley should be the highlight, definitely give us a shout, because like I really cannot recall. I know he won the Intercontinental Championship at a point, him and uh and um Leo Rush. Um but yeah, I wonder where that get that. I wonder where he's at on the list. He has to be like chilling around the, the like the mean 300s or something, <laughs> two
1: hundred sixty seven or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know. Maybe I'll spend that three dollars and look at the rest of the list. Oh, maybe, yeah. I <laughs> maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. Um. All right. Any other remarks on the show? Anything else, you guys, want to talk about? We're at about the hour mark, so. We could stretch out one little quick other thing. If not, we'll close it out.
1: Nah, let's go home. I say wa- watch some wrestling this weekend. You got a lot of stuff to choose from. You can't say you don't have options this weekend, to no matter what flavor you like, whether it be NXT UK or New Japan or AEW, you got options this weekend. So find something, enjoy it. You got a long weekend, so... You got, you got stuff to watch. There'll be something. They'll give us. There'll be stuff for us to talk about next week. That's for sure. Coming out of this, yeah.
3: And I guess for me, uh, since I got in late, I'm just going to say the the supposed demotion that a lot of main roster WWE people are getting to go to various NXT properties goes again to what we talked about last week about gearing up for NXT to be on the USA Network. So now, in an effort to boost ratings or interest in other parts of WWE, as we said, Cesaro going to UK, it's not really a demotion anymore. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as if you're a wrestler, not a sports entertainer, and you get to go to the other promotions while under WWE contract, there is is an avenue for you to apply your craft in any way, shape, or form. So, Cesaro going to UK, even if it's for one off, all the Evolve shows, with all the NXT talent showing up, uh, Brazongo going to NXT, I know we, there was some stupid rumor about Enzo and Cass that was crushed today, I think the demotion is no longer the demotion. I think for, for, for some wrestlers, <laughs> they would much rather stay in NXT than even... Even remotely come anywhere close to the main roster. So, you know what? Kudos to WWE and kudos to the talent for being able to say, okay, you're not being used here. You're still under contract. Let's send you somewhere you're going to be useful. And Mm -hmm. here we have Cesaro NXT UK. And I think that's beautiful.
1: Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's a lateral now. It's it's not a demotion in any step. I mean, heck, either you can be on Raw on USA Network on Monday, or you can be on NXT on USA Network on Wednesday. You on the same channel in prime time.
2: Well, hopefully, they actually reset the rosters and draft them accordingly so that we get the people in the places where they can do the best work. Mm,
1: There's definitely if- been rumors of that. So we'll see how that plays out too if we get draft part two. <laughs>
0: And if you get drafted to 205 Live, then you know what? Pfft, we got nothing for you. But hopefully it does get detonated and those people get shot, uh, shifted around. Like, let's, you know, the the, the title itself, it just need to just go to the old WCW recipe here and just let it just be on any and every show and, you know, make it within it that way. But I, as Will said, I think that's actually a good way to close the show uh, with Damien's remark. So, uh, but, yeah, watch some wrestling Saturday because it's going to be a whole bunch of it. We'll be back next week to be talking about it. Uh, we might got some special stuff lined up next week because it's uh, for rightful reasons. But uh, absolutely make sure you uh, step over to our website at com. Check out the upcoming events tab right on the very, very top. See all the local wrestling that's going on. Because uh, tons of it is coming up next month, so you can definitely look there to get uh, caught up on everything that's going to be happening local here in the DMV area, all the way up to New York. And um, also step over to our YouTube page, because uh, we got some special stuff going on there. I got to be a part of a special conference call yesterday with WOW Woman of Wrestling, which was with... Uh, Uh, Dave McClain and Till Piper so definitely want to get to listen to that as I was able to chat and get some questions about her upcoming debut with Wow which is going to be September 18th as well and um, yeah but yeah that's all I got so uh, take a look at those and uh, keep a look on our Twitter pages and stuff for uh, updates and so forth and um, as always thanks for tuning in we will catch you guys (laughs) next
1: week